0: Borough are knocked out of the cup narrowly by Aston Villa, but there are plenty of positives to take into the semi final first leg against Chelsea. As the What is up guys, Matthew here and welcome to Project Borough and yes, I know I said I wasn't going to do a Project Borough on the FA Cup third round game against Aston Villa because I quite frankly thought it would be a nothing game where we would play a week inside, we'd probably get knocked out but who cares because we've got the small matter of a League Cup semi-final first leg in midweek, the first one that Borough have had for 20 years. However, Borough, both in their performance against Aston Villa, who, let's remember, are second in the Premier League, by the way, and some of the players we had back in the team, for me, lots of positives. I think this is probably the most, the most positive defeat I've felt in a weird sort of way because it took a... Deflected a massively deflected long shot from outside the box to beat Tom Glover and Edgeville in front with only a few minutes to go. And overall, the performance by Borough was absolutely brilliant. I think in terms of a warm-up game, if you want to call it that, going into the Chelsea game, this was pretty much perfect. And I know you might be thinking, Matthew, you've lost one-nil. How can you be saying that? But for me, unless Borough won this game, the be- next best possible result was a defeat. And that defeat, hopefully, would be narrow, it would be an even game, Borough would perform really, really well, and we wouldn't get battered, because my big, big worry was if Borough didn't win this game, we'd draw it. And we'd end up getting a replay away at Villa Park, which for me, given Borough's injuries and just the the number of fixtures we've got, both of course with the second leg against Chelsea as well, and the Championship, which is the priority, I did not want this squad to have to go through an unnecessary replay away leg against Aston Villa. So, when the game was edging towards 0-0, in the final 10 minutes, I was begging for a goal either way. Because for me, if Borough get through, they beat Aston Villa. Confidence is through the roof. And then you go into the Chelsea game thinking, well, if we can beat second in the Premier League, we can beat Chelsea, who are obviously lower in the Premier League than Villa. But at the same time, I thought, well, the next best prize is we lose this game. And hopefully, we lose it valiantly. And that's exactly what we did. This is the second best prize for me. Because Borough overall were absolutely brilliant against Aston Villa. And we saw two sides to Borough. In this game, the first half was one of the most defensively disciplined performances I've seen from Borough in a very long time. We didn't press as much, we sat back in a very solid stiff shape, and we had five at the back, which is very, very interesting. Not three at the back with wing backs, if you want to call it that, because um, yeah, we had a back three of Vandenberg, Clark, and Engel who was a left centre-back, and then we had Bangura wide left, Jones wide right, and out of possession, I've not been as pleased as I was in that first half, seeing Borough out of possession, we were very disciplined, very solid, Aston Villa, as I say, one of the best sides in the Premier League this season, they've destroyed so many great sides, more more at home, granted, but Borough barely gave them a sniff in the first half, Villa didn't pause, that much of a threat Glover had to make a couple of saves here and there but nothing clear cut and going the other way Rogers I think may have had an effort in the first half I think it was the first half which forced a save from Martinez but mostly it was about Boris staying in the game and I think that was Carrick's game plan you know stay in the game for as long as we can make sure we get to half time still level if we nick a goal great and then second half that's when we maybe come out a little bit and we try and win the game from there. Because let's be fair, respect to Aston Villa, if Borough try and go completely gung-ho against them from the get-go and we try and play our usual style of football, we'd probably get picked off in the first half and the tie is gone. But we gave ourselves the best possible chance and the second half was a lot more open and that of course led to chances for both sides. Borough, I thought played some very good football, got into some very great positions. The final ball was what was lacking at times. Martinez made some very, very good decisions in terms of when he would come out and beat one of the Borough forwards to a, a through ball or when he would collect a cross that was put across his box. So, yeah, there was clearly a, a difference in quality when it comes to the final ball, but Borough still posed one hell of a threat. In the second half and got into some fantastic areas, but of course, equally with Borough pushing out, it would leave space for Aston Villa as well. And Tom Glover had to be on top form at times in that second half. He particularly made a tremendous save from John McGinn as the ball was played on the left hand side. McGinn whipped it first time, and it was a wonderful save by Glover tipping it over the bar absolutely fantastic from him probably my man of the match although we'll get to the borough 11 a little bit later and um, they also come very close and as riconza hit the post with a header from a corner but it's not like villa were absolutely on top of borough it's not like they were dominating borough borough were banked you know on their on their defensive line just constantly having to hoof it clear constantly defending we paused just as many issues, and and I think we, we we ensured that Villa had to be on it to beat us, you know, and they still had to be defensively sound. A lot of their players said it post match, you know, they had to be bang at it defensively today because Borough would have punished them if we'd have gotten the final ball right. But as the game drifted towards the end, it got a bit more end to end, it gotten a little bit more open, and I think it says a lot about. I guess the the threat Borough were pausing and it certainly worried Unai Emery because they ended up making a quadruple substitution in the second half and had to bring on their big guns on 70 minutes. Uh, Zaniolo, Diaby, Watkins and Douglas Luiz all come on. And I think that just shows the level of respect in terms of... Emery had to think about it. He had to act because... I think in the second half, there was a spell where Villa, towards that 70-75 minute period, had lost control of the game and Burrow were on top and really starting to pose real problems for that Villa back line and it forced Emery's hand. And then towards the end of the game, of course, it looked like it was going towards a 0-0 and yeah, add this one to the low XG compilation of goals that Borough have conceded this season. It comes to Matty Cash on the edge of the area. He takes a shot from miles out. It takes the biggest wicked deflection off Emmanuel Atilaf and spins out of Glover's reach into the corner. And yeah, I mean, it is unlucky on Borough. You know, and we've seen this happen so often this season where goals fly in from outside the box from absolutely out of nowhere goals which Glover has been helpless when he deserved a lot more and you could argue again the defense Glover deserved a clean sheet and if we weren't in the league cup semi-final I would have been a lot more devastated about this result because Borough I think earned the chance to go to Villa Park in a third round replay but unfortunately as has been the way quite a lot this season a shot from range deflects somehow finds a way in the back of the Borough net and that in the end was the difference but As I say, for me, if Borough weren't going to win this game, second best prize was that we lost it. And we lost it in a manner which was a manner where Borough can take positives. We can say we put in a fantastic performance and we weren't battered because my concern would be that we got absolutely annihilated by Villa 3-0, 4-0. And then suddenly you're going into the Chelsea game thinking, oh my God, if we've been beaten by Villa heavily, How on earth are we going to get something from Chelsea? But that's not the case. You know, even with a 1-0 defeat, I thought our defence, the threat reposed in possession. I thought we were very good in possession. We played out from the back and We're getting pressed by the team who was second in the Premier League. And Borough was so good on the ball at times. It was that final bit that led us down. But yeah, I've never took more positives out of a 1-0 defeat. And I am massively relieved that we don't have to go to Villa Park now and we can now stick our full focus in to the Chelsea game which of course is only a few days away and we can do that knowing that we have gave second place a game and they needed a deflected goal to beat us which yeah, it makes me think Well, if we can do that to Villa we can also defend just as well and hopefully pose a little bit more of a threat going at the back of Chelsea. As for the Bro team, though, massive, massive positives here. A lot of players back in the mix that we've been missing for quite a while. So Glover remained in goal, as we'd expect, with Dieng away at AFCON. It says a back four on foot mob, but it very much transitioned into a bit of a back five when Borough were defending but we had Bangura on the left, Engel slotted into a kind of left centre-back role out of possession which is the first time we've seen that you know when we saw Bangura and Engel on the team sheet together I thought we were playing one at left back, one at left wing but then you see Greenwood in the team with Rogers and Jones and you're thinking what's going on here but Engel was in there, Fry on the bench, hopefully that's not because Fry's got any particular knock but regardless, Engel. Was probably the best of the back four, if I'm honest. Clark was on the right-hand side. Van- Brad Vandenberg was on the right of him. And Isaiah Jones would, I guess, tuck into the right-wing back position. Out of possession. And then, alongside Dan Barlasser in midfield, Hayden Hackney was back. Captain in the side. Oh, it's, it's a delight to see Hayden Hackney. You know, our best player. Makes the team tick. He has been a ginormous miss... ...this season when he's been out and yeah, to see Hackney back was absolutely massive. What a boost that was to see him start the game. The front four was pretty much as has been. Greenwood on the left, Rogers, Jones on the right, Josh Corbin once again starting up front. And then on the bench we had the inclusions of Emmanuel latte ...who has not been seen since the Port Vale game of course and did come on in the second half. And Matt Crooks was back on the bench as well so yeah three big players back in the fold hopefully we'll ease the pressure on the Borough team of course Azaz has come in as well but was um, not registered in time to play in this fixture and will be cup tied midweek against Chelsea so we won't see him until Millwall away next weekend performance wise though Tom Glover my man of the match he was absolutely excellent and I've been I don't want to say pleasantly surprised by Glover but I think he is a, a fantastic safe pair of hands in terms of a backup to Senny Dieng and had to make some pretty big saves. It's uh, you know safe to say, a couple of standard saves you could say in the first half, but the save from McGinn was especially impressive and I just keep repeating what I keep saying about Senny Dieng, about Tom Glover. You know, Really, he should have far more clean sheets than what he does and he was unfortunate that he conceded the goal he did today. The defence, and I'm going to include Isaiah Jones in this as a back five, were exceptional first half, I thought they yeah, dealt with Villa's attackers very very well, ch- timed their challenges really well, defended the box really well, heading the ball away, making crucial interceptions, I thought Bangura was again brilliant, he's in really good form, over late, he looked a threat going forward, he put a fantastic ball across goal in the first half which neither Coburn or Jones could capitalise on. And again, I thought performed really well. Lucas Engel, he was great as well, given the fact he's naturally a left back and has been predominantly a winger in the past, you know, putting him at left centre back against a Villa team with so much quality. At first, I thought, oh, okay, interesting, but Engel was brilliant. Defensively sound, once again, as was Mark Clark. He headed everything that entered the Borough box, and it was, again, brilliant in defence, Rav Vandenberg I thought was excellent as well, as he is, he's just so ahead of his years, Reds, a lot of Villas play extremely well, defended really well, and as did Isaiah Jones, and I'm starting to actually think Isaiah Jones is a better defender than he is attacker, he really frustrates me going forward, in terms of his final ball can be so weird at times, you know, he's, he might put in one good cross every five, six, seven, but yeah, he's very good at getting back into position, Jones, and making good interceptions, and yeah, just helping out his defense and getting back and covering for the for the centre backs. So yeah, maybe we have to just start playing as I Jones as a right wing back. But yeah, he did he did better defensively than he did offensively, I would say. Midfields, I think they did relatively well. You know, given the fact they were going up against a very good Aston Villa midfield, I thought Barlasser, as he has been, was very very good in possession, playing the ball around in really tight areas, always in space, kept the ball ticking, kept the board team ticking, was great once again, and Hackney as well, he was rusty, but he looked good in moments, you can just absolutely tell Hayden Hackney is ready for the next level, and we may have to come to terms with the fact that he won't be here after the end of the season, but Delighted to see him back. He got 60 minutes and um, I I think that is to warm him up for the Chelsea game. I really do. I think he'll start against Chelsea midweek and I just don't know who he'll start up against because it would be harsh to drop Barlasser. but I do feel like we need the experience of Hausen. so yeah that's a decision for Carrick not me. Front three behind Josh did all right I think it was yeah first half there wasn't really much of a Borough attack but they were going up against a very good defense and yeah didn't get into the game as much Rodgers didn't get into the game as much um he's going to be suspended for the Chelsea game now so that's a shame but he didn't really get into the game had a few decent moments to have a shot first half that was saved you could argue Greenwood again went through the motions didn't offer much in this game he was just there, essentially, and I think he's cup-tied as well for the Chelsea game, so we won't be seeing him either in that one. As I say, Zai Jones, you know what, positionally, got into some really good positions throughout this game. He was always on the shoulder of the last man. Most of the time, he got in behind and was on side. It was just the final ball that was lacking. Sometimes it was too close to the keeper. Uh, frustrating with Zai Jones. I wish he would deliver them a little bit more consistently, but his positioning was good. At least and then Josh Colburn, you know, didn't really have any chances in the game, but I thought held the ball up pretty well, gave the villa defence quite a lot to worry about at times, it was a bit of a handful, and put himself about. He just didn't really get the chances that he would have liked, apart from the Bangor across first half, which I think if Josh Colburn tries to go with a diving header, maybe he has a chance there. As I say, some real positives. Uh we had a couple of players coming off the bench, Elath come on for the first time. We've seen him. ...in a while, so it was good to see him. He posed a real threat in behind Villa's back line. I hope we utilise that against Chelsea. He could have Thiago Silva on toast, if I'm honest. Howson come on as well. Be intrigued to see if he's picked for the Chelsea game, as I say. Gilbert come on, which was good for him. Fry off the bench too, which I hope proves he's not injured particularly. And Hayden Coulson come on at the end to get some minutes too. As for the stats and momentum, well, you can see momentum-wise... This is what I mean about Borough's first half. Very defensive, very solid, but still not really giving Villa all that much. It was all Villa possession-wise without harming Borough too much. And then second half, you can see it got a little bit end-to-end. You know? It opened up second half, Villa looked really good, but then lost control of the game. You can see this really big spell of Borough pressure up until the 70th minute, and that's when Emery made the changes he did and he had to because you can see the game was sort of swinging in Burra's favour at that point that steadied the ship you could say before we had a really good spell once again in the final 10 minutes Villa had the best of it after that and unfortunately got the goal in that period but yeah Burra really caused Villa problems in that second half and forced them to bring the big guns on forced them to make the changes which I think says at all, really. Um, as for the stats, Villa had more possession. That is mostly down at the first half. And XG-wise, this says it a lot, really. I mean, Borough didn't create much at all, arguably, not 0.29. But we limited Villa. You know, we limited an Aston Villa side to not 0.71 XG, which I think says a lot about how well we defended. We only had five shots and the one on target, which was first half. They had six, and they had a big chance too, but as I say, Glover dealt with them pretty well. Villa out past Borough as you'd probably expect, and um, it is a shame to see that the goal scored was a grand total XG of 0.01, which is just typical of Borough's season and the goals we've conceded, isn't it? But yeah, we're out the FA Cup. Of course, a cup run is always good for the momentum. I mean, it's it's hard to get up for an FA Cup game or a a cup game in the early rounds. It was like that with the League Cup, but. You know, you go on a run, and here you are, Borough, in a semi-final, on Tuesday evening, and yeah, this is what it's all about. If I'm honest, let's not beat around the bush. You know, I a lot of fans have said for weeks now, Carrick should play the kids against Villa. We're not bothered about the game against Villa. Having looked back at it, I'm glad with how it panned out. You know, it's it's definitely gave the boys plenty of confidence. It gave them plenty of positives. It got them used to that sort of occasion. Although, of course, Tuesday will be a lot bigger playing a Premier League team at home. It's as as good of a warm-up game as you could imagine, really, when you've got another one coming in a couple of days' time. And we don't have to worry about a replay either, so we can put our full 100% focus into this game. And, listen, it's, it's one of probably the biggest games Borough have had in a long time, and... What an opportunity this is. You know, if we can take anything back to Stanford Bridge, it's a bonus. And then anything can happen from there. You know, if we can draw the game, go back to Stanford Bridge level, yes, we're gonna be complete outsiders in the away leg, but we have something to hold on to, and that's all we need in my eyes. You know, I remember when we went to Old Trafford in the Cup, we drew against them, won on penalties. Who's to say that can't happen at Stamford Bridge if we a defend well? But equally this is a great chance for us to get a foothold, get ahead in the tie at the same time and I'd be intrigued to see how how far Carrick pushes the boat out with this one because he could either try and take advantage of our home leg and our home advantage while we've got it to try and get us ahead and we just go at Chelsea try and get a goal up, two goals up because the the best head start you can get going to Stamford Bridge, the better. But equally, if we open the game up too much against Chelsea and they pick us off, we could lose the tie straight away. You know, essentially, you can't win the semi-final in the first leg, but you could probably lose it if we're a little bit too blasé and open. So he might do something similar as to what he did against Villa. You know, we defend extremely deep and very, very disciplined ...in the first half... ...then try and push the boat out second half... ...and get something there... ...but we'll see... ...you know we've got a lot of injuries... ...equally Chelsea's injury list is actually longer... Um, ...than ours... ...which yeah, is, is interesting... ...so is there a better time to play them... ...I don't know... ...but they're still a side who have got incredible quality... ...as we know... ...they're not quite the Chelsea of old... ...they're going through a bit of a transition... ...only 10th in the Premier League... ...they've won as many games as they've lost, but they're on a good run of late, beating Palace, Luton and Preston in the FA Cup. So, let's not beat around the bush. This will be a tough game, and it's probably Borough's biggest game in, I dare say, 20 years domestically. But, what a night, what an occasion. This is what the players will live for. This is what they look forward to when they play for Borough. It's games and nights like this at the Riverside. So, I cannot wait to be there. And if, if Borough can get a result we might be able to start dreaming of a league cup final if we can just use our home advantage in the right way but i'll be back midweek and i pray the tie is still alive it would be it would be horrible if chelsea beat us 3-0 and it's like the tie is dead and you know we can't expect burrow to go at Stamford bridge and win 3-0 so i just hope even if burrow lose 1-0 it's not ideal but the tie is still alive if we can draw the game great ideally if we nick a win brilliant but we'll see what happens then i can't wait i hope you guys can't too but until then if you've joined this project borough do hit the like button and subscribe for more of course if you're watching this on youtube subscribe onto the youtube channel and hit the bell too so you never miss an upload if you're listening on any of the podcast providers do give me a like a follow and a rating over there and do comment below your thoughts if you're a borough fan villa fan or a neutral of course and until next time a big thank you for watching do take care and i'll see you all Midweek for, hopefully, a dream result against Chelsea. See you then.